All right, it's PVD Horror. On this podcast, we have movies you should definitely watch, a surprise guest for a segment, and we even talk about our followers who bothered the shit out of us. Wait till you hear that. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dave. This is Joshua. And this is Brandon. You're now tuned in to PVD Horror. You're now tuned in. This is Dallas Jackson, the writer-director of Thriller on Netflix. Welcome to Sudden Death on Netflix, and you're listening to the PVD Horror Podcast. It's time for some horror news! <laughs> what? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Killed it. This week in horror news, uh, our buddies over at Wampstomp Films had released the new uh, ghost cut of Never Hike Alone. I think it's around like 82 minutes with some new scenes, uh, some added, some more footage of uh, some uncut stuff, directors, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Some extra nudes. Like yeah. <laughs> so uh, that'd be cool. You can check that out on YouTube now that's streaming. You know, if you're a big fan of the whole Womp Stomp series, I'm pretty sure they have more more stuff to come with that whole anthology of uh, Friday the 13th coming out. So if you haven't checked that out, do so now. Head over to YouTube. Check it out. Do you yeah. think and his parents are in it? I don't know. Maybe. It's, it's, only, scenes. it's only scenes with his parents, actually. I think it's, it's all uh, added footage. I think it was footage from our uh, event over at Revival. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just the video footage of his parents watching the film that he's added to the beginning and end of the film. <laughs> Next, we have Shudder. You know, some news from Shudder. We have Joe Bob Saves Christmas. Uh, that's set for December 11th. And like we talked about last time, you know, we, like we just talked about his October special. And we kind of like, kind of like broke down like some films that we thought would be the Hill Show, you know. So, what do you guys think the Hill Show for like a Christmas special? Oh man, <laughs> uh, Santa Jules, <laughs> Santa Jules, um, Christmas sleigh. No, what is yeah. it? Santa sleigh. Santa sleigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe Goldberg, maybe he'll do that. With, yeah, with Goldberg. Yep. So, um. Yeah, I think that that's one of the top picks that a lot of people want. But kind of looking at the catalog of Shutter and everything like that, we might get like Better Watch Out or something like that. Yeah, I bet. I actually, you know, looking at what they did with um, putting Haunt in there, I wouldn't be surprised if they did Better Watch Out. And then nah. if they do a third one, um, I wouldn't. I also am thinking um, Silent Night, Bloody Night. Yeah. The uh, oh, the seventies film. I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. I could totally picture him doing a seventies film. They need for to do it. something original. Do like Krampus versus the Vikings or something. Oh yeah, that came out last year, right? <laughs> <laughs> I I subjected myself to one of those Krampus, a couple of those Krampus movies uh, last year, I think, and I got them all on DVD. Wow. Hey, did you did you like that Krampus movie that came out a few years ago? Like the mainstream Krampus movie. Yeah, did you yeah, like that? I, actually, I think I think it was me and you that used to talk about that, but it was um when I first watched it, I didn't like it, and then I ended up yeah. watching it again, and then I was like, I, I got like a whole new appreciation for it. 
and now it's like one of yeah. those ones I think I watch every every year. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think I have to probably run it back because I watched it like one time and I'm just like, you know, fuck this movie. I'm not yeah. a fan. <laughs> no, that's how I felt the first time too. And it's kind of like the same thing because like me and you talked about like remember we seen your next oh yeah and the first yeah. the first time we watched it, it was just like yeah whatever and then I, I i had to i had to watch that film again to kind of like like it so it was just like maybe i'll just maybe this year i'll play krampus see what it's about try yeah. it again we'll yeah see. i mean if you watch it as kind of like a horror comedy and um you know you kind of just like I don't know. I, I don't know. There's just I when I watched it the second time, I, I saw it in like a totally different light, and I actually appreciated it. I thought it was kind of fun. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Joe Bob will do Krampus. Who knows? So, Mister uh, Joey Bizzles, if you're listening, <laughs> show what we say. Joey Bizzles saves Krizzles. <laughs> hey, um, so Brandon, um, this past weekend was Friday the thirteenth, and before uh, we started this, Josh reminded me of the great times I missed. So you guys want to talk about what we what we as a group, collective group, minus me, did on Friday? Uh, yeah, you definitely missed a good time. Uh, we had our, you know, monthly event that we would always do in the past, like how we'd always have our Friday 13th event. This time we did it with Buttonwoods Brewery and Origin Beer, you know, for the little continuation of the Spooktoberfest that we had. And uh, we were able to put our, you know, mainstream followers choice of the week, kind of giving the fans their choice of show, um, picking the film that we were going to show for the event. And it came down to Friday the 13th, New Blood versus The New Beginning. Uh, you know, we were kind of, I know a lot of people were kind of feeling a little certain way about it with New Blood winning, but. At the end of the day, it was a good time, you know. I would I would have loved to see New Beginning, but hey, you know, it is what it is. I'm a big fan of the series. I love them all. But, yeah, you definitely missed a good time, man. Yeah. And I, I, I got most of your beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I'm going to stop my own fucking beers and scares, you know. Yeah, but, uh, right, right. You might, you, might be, you might be low this week, and I'm, I got a couple <laughs> <laughs> beers to spare. So I'm not gonna lie. I was glad they picked um, they picked New Blood over uh, the other one because I have a new uh, found appreciation for 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 Part Five over the past few years, and I would have wanted to be there if they're gonna play Part Five. And Part Seven is yeah. probably one of the lower ones on my list of favorites of Friday. The but 13th. Dave, you missed so much. Oh, there I was know. a klepto in the in the room stealing uh what was it? The Buttonwoods hats. They stole all the Buttonwoods hats. <laughs> I'm taking all these so, hats. <laughs> yeah. That's mine. Know, and it was so weird because the girl that stole it, she just walking around with the hat on, like come on, you idiot. You're like No. Yeah. No, no. So uh yeah, that happened. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh I didn't get him though, because you know uh, so, I'm too fat to be wrestling people. So thank you to Buttonwoods and Origin Beer Project for doing these events with us. Um, you know, between the Spooktoberfest and this Friday the 13th, uh, lots of money for uh, animals has been raised. Um, the first one we did for Providence Animal Rescue, and this one was for Abandoned Dogs of Rhode Island. Um, so some great causes. I miss both of those events um because i've been in quarantine while you motherfuckers are going out there and having a good time so i hope you enjoyed all that but um 
hopefully there'll be another one soon that I can that I can finally attend. Yeah. I can't be hopefully. mad. I'm glad it's a good cause. Also, I just want to jump into this situation real quick because today I got fucking time. All right. So this is going to build into some of some of our followers that we have. I think I'm just going to make my new segment today. It's called Motherfucker, I Got Time Today, you know, because <laughs> I posted up a picture, right, myself. And, um, you know, and then you have these questions when you have from followers. Hey, so what's your favorite film of the series? Okay, um, so I had said, you know, from my favorite, one of my favorite films from Friday the 13th series, like we just talked about, is uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, and also New Beginning. All right, so, and then when you let someone know what some of your favorite films are, you know what I mean, and then they're going to criticize it in a, in a comment section about, and then you say, hey, what's, what's yours? And then, oh, sure ain't those. Look, motherfucker! I don't, I don't, yes. I don't, I don't give a fuck what you. Oh, that's don't my new like. favorite follower that said that to you, actually. Right? <laughs> nah, you had problems with that motherfucker before too, because he like. No, I know exactly who you're him. talking about. Yeah, his little bitch ass unfollowed us because we wouldn't talk to him or something like that. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and then started messaging us like, "Hey, why don't you guys?" And no, so, I took like, too, I took too long to respond to him, and yeah. then he um he said he made some snide comment, and then unfollowed us yeah and then, and then you know and then you, you he, he started pulling that follow unfollow follow unfollow follow unfollow so that we could see that he was following us back and something like fuck this guy wow him, and then finally we, we followed him we followed him back but now but this is what i mean it's like you know if you have your opinion of your films Cool. Keep it to your fucking self. I don't give a fuck what you don't like. <laughs> I like a, a certain film of an experience that I had. You know what I mean? Like I said, like to me, those films stand out to me. I love them all. I love all those uh, Friday the 13th films. Even Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X, which are the worst films of the series. And I like the re- the 2009 um, reboot. You know? I just noticed that not only did this, I mean, this guy, he also ended it with like, you know, kind of like a, a rock sign. So he's, you know, some like he was a little lighter, but then this other dude writes, seriously, 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 those are your seriously? favorites. What are you, seriously? <laughs> wow, dude, what? fucking like I'm... new beginning in fucking Manhattan. Do you dude, even like horror? Problem, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, and you guys were bashing me because I took all the social media off my phone. There you go. No, there I am go. still going to bash you about that. I, though, I fucking you run a horror page, dude. How many no, times did I, you guys text me and also this guy said something? I'm like, tell him the fuck off. I'm like the end of the story. I don't give a shit what you say. I don't give a shit what no. you think. I don't care what you say. I like what I like. If you don't like it, go fucking make your own fucking page. Yeah. Make your own podcast. Go watch your own, make your own fucking All right. movie. So, I mean, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to bring this up too, because now that we're talking about things that have irritated us over the years. Um, so the, do you remember that time I made the, um, those graves for my front yard for Halloween? Yeah. And I yeah. made the Carrie White one and the guy's like, that's Carrie White from the remake. Are you serious? <laughs> like, well, there was no grave in the original. It was a for sale sign um, of a no. property. So... Sorry, dude. Yeah. And then I, I lost it on that, dude. But yeah, we should have a disclaimer have right now. Like, we try to be like straight up, like cool with people about things. But it's like, yo, when you come to a certain point and you start kind of like disrespecting us, 
Like, don't get fucking caught up. Like, we're not regular people either. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I, sometimes I just get caught up with certain people because it's just like, you look at that page and it's like, dude, go do something with yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we do this shit for fun. Like, like honestly, at the end of the day, like, me, myself, Dave, and Josh, we all have jobs that are really stressful. You know, I'm a behavioral therapist. Like, this is, like, a certain way. This is our, out, out, like, you know what I mean? Our outlet at life. With, exactly. With other shit that we have going on. We enjoy yeah. films. Just because we don't like the films that you like, or if I, if you don't like the film, I like, I don't care. Like, I don't like a lot of Josh's films, but I'm not, like, we're cool. But I'm not going to say, dude, seriously? You fucking like that fucking, fucking Santa Jones, dude? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rocking you watch Santa Jones, dude? All right, so that wraps up horror news for this week. Next, we got Josh with his segment. Yeah, man, that brings us to... Books of the Week. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> was that all right? Dude, that was super that intense, and I loved it. I, I blew my voice out a little bit screaming at the fucking Giants yesterday, so... <laughs> That's a lot better than mine. I, I think I sang uh, Jennifer Lopez last time I did it. Yeah, let's never do that again. So, yeah, never again. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we got, uh, in case you don't know, that was Aaron Beauregard uh, from the Evil Examined podcast. Also a uh, writer of such fine books as Scary Bastard, Try the New Candy, Pizza Face, and many, many others. So, um, you know, th- we're... Don't feel bad, Aaron. We're not going to interview you this time, but that's coming up hopefully soon. But uh, I just wanted to bring you on for the books of the week that I did. Um, and the first one was one that you had a little story about, and that was Clown in a Cornfield by Adam Caesar. And uh, just real quick, it was, you know, uh, Midwestern, like Midwest. Out in the Midwest, uh, kids in a cornfield, obviously, uh, they go for a party, a uh, new kid in town, and uh, she's out hanging with these new kids. They're they're kind of trouble. Uh, one of the kids' sisters died, so everybody in the town hates the kids. Next thing you know, Frendo the Clown comes out and starts hacking people to death. And, uh, man, it was so many twists and turns in this book. So awesome. Uh, as far as slashers go, it was really cool. Um, spoilers galore here. The, the whole town goes after these kids and they just slaughter the kids like fucking crazy. Um, legit, one of the best books of this year um, and probably one of the best slasher books out there, even though it's I think it's a teen book uh, as, as odd as that is. But dude, it, that's a story. So fucking good. It was it was just a solid, solid book. So, yeah, dude, I, I actually picked up the hardcover, too. Um I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but so I was kind of interested to hear your your take on it because um, I was kind of familiar with some of his other work. Um, I read uh, his book, The Tribesman, which is kind of like an ode to uh, Cannibal Holocaust almost. It's like a, a short novella. Um, but actually, where I was initially introduced to him, um, I purchased this book years ago called Jackpot, which was about this serial killer that... Um, like cut his he like kidnaps people and like uh cuts their eyes out and then plays the lottery with like their birth dates like on their driver's license (laughs) and then he just happens to win the lottery 
and everyone's like, he never expected to win. You know what I mean? So now it's like, Oh, this, this, uh, serial killer, this depraved dude has all this money and what's he going to do with it? You know, of course he's going to create some horrific, uh, sort of mansion and stuff. Um, so yeah, that was that book. He collaborated with, uh, Shane McKenzie, Christopher Rufty and David Bernstein with, and I'm a big fan of Shane McKenzie's work. That's kind of what got me to read it. And, um, I don't know if I told you, I did meet him at, uh, uh, I think it was Terracon maybe like two years ago, you know, back when we were all doing gatherings and, um, oh, in- those- <laughs> back in the day when you could look at people in the eyes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he was, a, he's a really nice guy too. And, um, so I was just happy to see him getting the recognition with this book because he was kind of one of the, this is like, this is a big deal. And that's why I wanted to make sure to buy it, even though I haven't unfortunately got a chance to read it yet. But it sounds like I better based on what you're saying. Um, yeah, dude, uh, it's not as gory as your books. Uh, but I got to tell you, man, for like, I don't know why it's listed in the teen section at the library. Dude, this is a pretty fucking violent book. Uh, and it's so well written. The characterizations are just spot on, dude, on um, like all the teens. Like, it's just perfect. Yeah, you're so, not you're not the only one. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bro. No, man, uh, go ahead. Josh, I was I was going to ask you, do you do you have your kids go and get those books for you since you're not allowed to in those sections? <laughs> yeah, yeah they, it's funny. I, I walk in and our, our library is connected to the town hall and they're like, oh, he's fucking guy again. Like, yeah. oh, it must be weird having like you walk in and then you also see pictures of yourself on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the other registered mm-hmm. ones. Well, it's a, it's a pandemic now, so I'm in the library, so I'm lucky. <laughs> Sound like Sorry, a, go ahead, Aaron. Ca- sounds like a character from one of my books, dude. <laughs> Josh, so I was actually at Barnes and Noble. I was trying to do some Christmas shopping, so I was buying the kids some books, and I was actually in the in that section at Barnes and Noble, like the young readers, and I had seen that cover, you know, and so I was like, oh shit, that's that book that Josh was talking about that he posted up. You know, definitely the cover definitely stands out. And I think it's really cool illustration that they have on there. So I'll probably check it out myself, get it for X or something like that. Yeah, uh, it was, it was, it was like definitely, uh, I think Xavier would get, he'll really like it because I, I, he likes those slasher films. So, yeah. Yeah, Josh, you, you weren't the only one to say that about the young adult stuff, too. I've, I've heard a lot of other people being like apprehensive, sort of, to buy it um because of that and i'm just i don't know i just if you like if it's if it's a good book it's a good book it shouldn't really yeah uh, i gotta tell you there's there's uh one of the other uh i read uh elizabeth frankenstein was a teen book super good i like that one and then uh rotters i read rotters that was a teen book i loved it so i'm like hitting up the teen section for friggin' horror now which is bizarre but all the good stuff's coming out in the teen section for some reason It's sort of like watching a PG-13 movie, right? Like sometimes I don't do it. I don't do it too often, but some, sometimes they're good. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, dude. Well, the next one is definitely not PG-13. I actually got turned on to it from your podcast. um, And that's, uh, I was listening to evil examined. I think you were talking about um, the Iceman and the book. Uh, I forget what episode it was. Uh, you know, your back catalog's pretty extensive at this point. But uh, what was it? Richard Zelinsky, was it? 
Uh, right? Richard Kuklinski. Kuklinski. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> That's holy shit. <laughs> it doesn't even sound real, right? And it's like, uh, he's disguising his own name. But, uh, <laughs> it's, like Joe, it's like Joe Hill. <laughs> But uh, so that was the killer. But uh, the guy that wrote the book was Philip Carlo. So the uh, Kalinsky was the guy that was the killer, and uh, he got the nickname the Iceman. Dude, this book was insane. Like I'm thinking to myself, how did this guy kill so many people and get away with it? It was like uh, started off in his childhood, and he killed the, the town bully. And then it just went from there. And then he started, he became a professional hitman and like tied people up. So rats would eat them. Um, lit a guy's balls on fire, dude. I was like clutching my balls as I was reading it. Uh, burned a guy's balls off. I hope you weren't in the library when you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not allowed back. Wait a minute, Josh. So uh, did you get the Audible book? Because I know you can't read. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting yeah. in my library. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I actually, I think I think Max reads the books too. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to read this to you tonight, Dad. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Uh, DCYF's calling me. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so any any thoughts on? Uh, Obviously, every time I do a book of the week, you two fools never uh, we book, so it. make it fun of me. <laughs> we ruined it. Uh, it's Aaron, you have no every week. I'm like, oh, you guys read this? No, we don't read. <laughs> Fucking guys. Awesome. But uh, I do read. I just don't have a lot of time right now. But yeah, yeah that's the thing with me. It's like I don't have the time either. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's kind of I, I even myself like. It's really hard. Like I want to read shit, but it's yeah. like I'm I'm also writing, so it's like it ends up. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like a a real slow reader too. On top of it, so dude, that that's I'm, my issue. Is I'm, I'm the so slowest terrible. reader in but, life. I, that's why I find it hard to believe that Josh is knocking all these books out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people just read really fast. It's it's a skill. I think I don't know. Yeah. So I believe it or not, I I didn't I didn't I learned how to read when I was like 19. And uh, I had like a sixth grade reading education. So then when I was like 30, I took a reading course with a guy. Maybe I was 35. He taught me like how to break down words so I could read faster. And ever since then, man, 100 books a year. Uh, there you go. Yeah, make time for it. Cause, uh, and then, of course, like I, I started out with really weird stuff. Like I was reading books on ponies just to like get, read a book. Yeah. And then uh, – then I just started reading everything. And that, that of course, horror, like, no. I didn't even realize horror was a genre. And I was like, oh, my God, look at this. <laughs> and, uh, dude, uh, you know, now I do a book of the week because I read so many books. Now so, look at yeah, it. You've been showing reading off ever rainbow, since, dude. <laughs> reading Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely hard for, like, reading. I, I have to really be into the book, you know. And so a lot of books that I read are usually about like the Mexican cartel and shit, you know, like once you're in there, you get like stuck and you're like, shit, I got to read this. And then like some books, I just get lost, you know, and it's just like, fuck it. Can't. Well, I think um, that this one, like in particular too, if you were going to read a book, this would probably mm-hmm. be your style because it, it doesn't even seem real. Some, you know, yeah. like it's, it's just so violent and um, the things are really creative in it. And th- I'm the same way. Like, True crime just it draws me in, and yeah. uh, I think one of the other things with this too, Josh, was that 
they called him the Iceman because he used to freeze their dead bodies and then let them thaw out like months or years later Jesus. to confuse the time of death. So that's how he wasn't getting caught for all these murders. And um, like you said, there's there's also another character in the book. I think it's Mr. Softy. Um, the ice cream man? Yeah, he's a, a hitman who drives an ice cream truck. This is real life, bro. And he like he like drives around like little remote controlled cars with bombs on them and like blows <laughs> people's cars up. And, and they they become friends like because they both are killer. Like he notices that he's a killer, you know. And then he they befriend each other. And he kind of yeah. teaches him how to uh, how to um, do things cleaner, as Kuklinski puts it. <laughs> um, and if and if you guys have any listeners that aren't really big fans of reading. Um, there are some, there's a film adaptation of this starring Michael Shannon. Uh, the movie's not amazing, you know, just because the, the book is so incredibly violent. Um, but it's, it's worth a watch. And then there's also the HBO, the Iceman tapes, which was, and you can even watch oh, the yeah. Iceman tapes on YouTube uh, for free. Mm-hmm. But uh, that just, it was just Kuklinski set up in front of a camera and, He's just going over like all the most fucked up things he's done. That's that's pretty much it, and it's cool. It's fascinating. Yeah, it was so good wild. they made a second season. Yeah, there was a couple of them, right? I, yeah, I picked them up for like a couple bucks at a store not that long ago. Brandon, yeah, as you, I would as highly you, recommend this. Yeah, as you kind of talk about like the ice cream man and everything like that, it kind of sounds like uh, the first season of Dexter. You know, with the with the killer that was doing all the um keeping everybody like chilled on ice inside the didn't they call him the ice man yeah i think it was ice man ice cream man one of them. oh yeah well probably barred from it yeah yeah well kalinsky yeah. killed him because you know he's he was in jail and now he's dead so there you go <laughs> i don't know who owns the name yeah i don't know but, uh, I that sounds that sounds like a pretty f- fucked up and interesting story so thank you thank you guys for sharing that yeah yeah man totally yeah, yeah. uh Oh, go ahead, Aaron. No, I was just going to say, if that if that's wrapping things up, too, I just wanted to say thank you uh, for having me on for the segment. Uh, I've really been enjoying the show. I've been oh, trying to tell uh, folks that I can, and uh, hopefully, you know, you guys will get out and be able to do some more in the future when things get back to normal. Here, here, so. Hey, <laughs> hey Aaron, I had seen that you guys, you and the crew from uh, Evil Examined uh, recorded over at the Conjuring House. How was that yes. experience? Yes. So we did uh, a couple episodes at the Conjuring House. Um, the the tour of the house was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, he kind of just went over everything, you know, sort of that, that happened there and separated uh, from the lore, from the reality, I guess, of what happened. And we had read a couple books from the lady that, that lived there, uh, kind of going in to prepare for it. The house mm-hmm. itself is uh, incredibly creepy. Um, nothing happened though. We, we pretty much did er- everything that we could to provoke a spiritual attack and, uh, you know, nothing happened, but it was still, I would say it's still a good experience. You know, if, uh, if you're interested in that kind of thing, um, oftentimes, you know, I've never had a pair, a true paranormal experience. So that was another attempt to try and get one. But I understand yeah. that if you go into a haunted house, um, you know, it's you're probably gonna have to stay there more than one day to fucking feel something. I would yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. I could 
picture the owner. Look at these boobs walking around swearing at nobody. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, dude, give us your money. <laughs> it's very much set up like a horror movie, though, because the dude has the whole place is with cameras, and he sleeps in the barn with his wife. It's like, yeah, it's like a, and it's so you're on, you're on camera the whole time, which feels kind of creepy. And uh, we're like, yep. hey, dude, uh, did you see the camera in the toilet? You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit like that. But. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, are they living in that house full time now? Because I know they had their second house, their first house down in Maine. So is he living down here full time in Rhode Island? I, I think so, because um, oh, okay. because he, they have to kind of be there while the people are staying there. So yeah. they're kind of staying in that barn area. But I didn't specifically ask him if. That's the only no, house, okay. but he was yeah. there. So cool. yeah, cool, uh, it's cool. Definitely, you know, because I like we talked about it last time. You know, like it's cool that we have someone that owns the house that's into all this stuff. Because like we talked about the, the last family that lived there, you know, they were kind of protective and they didn't really want people around. So like it's cool that you know, you know, it opens opportunities like this for you guys to record in the house and do like and just give new uh, life to the whole thing of horror and the conjuring yeah. and the story, you know? So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of, I, it, I was, was just going to say, it's kind of the opposite of what's ha- what happened with the Amityville house where, you yeah. know, those, the owners of that like totally like changed the appearance of the house to, you know, deter people from, you know, wanting to see it. So it's cool yeah. that they want to preserve it. Like I get what you guys are saying, like because you would just hope it would fall into the hands of someone who would embrace it. But at yeah. the same time, it's like, why would you buy the fucking house if if you, yeah. you know, like yeah, you know, creeps are gonna just be popping yeah. up like us. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> but, That's right. Hey, who are you calling a creep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, so uh, just real quick, like, uh, just tell us uh, what's coming up with you guys. I know you, you the Conjuring, you did that. Um, I haven't gotten to those episodes yet. Uh, I'm still, uh, I'm about to start the one where I guess JP comes back. Um, yes. So uh, I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm a little behind on on your podcast. Um, and also, I wanted you to promote your new book too. Well, well the old book that you redid. So have at it, man. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, I won't be too long, but yeah, you can find the Evil Examined podcast on pretty much any platform. And it's just all things that are weird for anything from horror to ghosts, true crime, uh, UFOs. We, we kind of just like, like anything that is just unexplained or bizarre. And uh, yeah, so that's on all platforms. And we recently, as you guys just outlined, did the Conjuring episode uh, so that's kind of a signature thing because we invested some money to stay there and kind of do a show. Um, and then as far as my horror writing, uh, it is extreme in nature. So if you have any sort of uh, triggers, just I, I probably wouldn't even bother. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I'm going to be re-releasing uh, my book, The Slob, which is uh, set in the 80s. And it's about a girl, uh, a woman who is taking care of her disabled husband, who got hurt in the Vietnam war. And he is, uh, and she is going, she's found like a niche doing door to door vacuum cleaner sales because uh, when she was a child, she, she grew up in this horrible, disgusting household. And um, her, her older sister 
killed herself on the rug and she had to like clean it up and all this shit. And so, so basically these demons of cleaning are inside of her and like, she finds this door to door sales niche with this new vacuum cleaner that uh, is easy to sell for her until she goes up to this one house, obviously that is uh, a little, a little bit more than she expected. And uh, I don't want to give anything more away, okay. but that's, that's kind of the setup. And then uh, I think hopefully by the end of the year too, I'm going to be releasing a uh, splatter pulp book. It's kind of like my death wish. Like I love revenge movies. Uh, it's mm-hmm. called Yellow. It's about a, a cowardly man who kind of has his whole life taken away from him. And uh, it's a revenge tale. So I think. Uh, Ooh, very cool. It's the most violent thing I've ever written by far. Oh, shit. Awesome. Nice. Well, we're going to have Max read that to all three of us when everything comes to I uh, definitely want to check that out on this podcast. Hey, Aaron, real quick before uh, before you leave us. So you like revenge movies? Favorite revenge movie? Go ahead. Uh, I'd probably go with Death Wish Two. Oh, Death snap! <laughs> the second one was way more extreme than the first one, and um, it's just just some of the lines in it are just ridiculous. Awesome. Uh, so I mean, that was Charles Bronson. Yeah, you can't. You honestly can't go wrong can't with go any wrong. any of those original Death Wish uh, Death Wish movies. They're no for all you kids out there. It's Charles Bronson, <laughs> not Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's Charles an important, we should have important an distinction on him. Fuck, he was like what five foot nothing, weighed a hundred pounds. He was he was the biggest badass walking on the planet. Like, <laughs> well, I never understood why, like they rape and kill his family in every movie. So I never understood why any family would want to be with him when every single family gets raped and killed. There's like five. So fucked up. The questions of life, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But thanks. Thanks again for having me guys. I really Um, appreciate it. You guys. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Uh, All right. That was a good one, Dave. Different. I changed it. Sound like you're pooping. All right, doing it again. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple of follow-up picks of the week that we're going to cover. Um, so I took a week off, and Brandon uh, took over for me one week, and he asked the question, Brandon, what was the exact question that you asked our followers? All right, so the week that I filled in, the <laughs> question no idea. was, <laughs> what is the best? Let me get Instagram up real quick. The best horror... Shut the fuck up! So my question was, what is the best horror movie cover art? Okay? So there's a lot of good choices. A lot of good choices from a lot of different followers, but the clear-cut winner of that week was Jaws. What do you guys feel about that? I was was in shock. I was in shock and awe. Yeah. Would you, well, they, did you, did you they, say seriously? I said, <laughs> do you even like horror? <laughs> uh, definitely not any of those. That's what I said. <laughs> so they've obviously never seen the cover art for like Dick Shark. Oh my God. Oh, man. That is a classic. <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> but I see where they're coming from. You know, I got the Joe's tattoo on my uh, my right leg. 
you know, I, I always thought it definitely does stand out. So I can see where some people come from, but yeah, if you guys, if, if, if it came down to you guys, what cover would you guys pick? Brandon, I'm really glad you asked me that question. Um, let me see. So, all right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, when I when I think of it, I think of like going to the video store and the the covers that stuck out to me when I was a kid were always like, you know, either super violent or whatever. Um, uh, so, I mean, I, I think of like Evil Dead. I, I think always stuck out to me. I would see that um, Ghoulies. I mean, they're not yeah, great, but they just, <laughs> yeah, they're not great, but they're like ones that, are, well, I mean, the Evil Dead one's really good, but like the Ghoulies one isn't great, but it's like, how, how awesome was that? Like the, the yeah. those guys coming out. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. There's so many that stick out to me. I don't know. Josh, what do you, what do you got? Uh, you know what? I don't even really know the cover artwork per se. Like, there was a lot that really grabbed me, like Godzilla uh, grabbed me and Gorgo, because uh, I, I did really when I grab first you? Saw the covers. What? I said, did it really grab you? Oh, I did. You don't even like Seriously? horror, bro. Yeah, so yeah. for me, uh, yeah. 976 Evil, the cover art for that stood out to me. Um, I, I really like the... Oh, yeah, with the hand? Oh, that Waxworks? was the second one, right? Yeah. No, yeah, the, the, second, the first one when the little the little guy has a door open and like everyone's like face all the monsters are just like in the doorway. So that definitely stuck out to me. Slaughter High was another one of mine, and um, yeah. and re- return to wait, uh, what is it? Return to um, Horror High or something, where it's like the char- the cheerleader uh, skeleton. That one always Dude, stuck out so. to me. So hereditary didn't stick out to you, or midsummer <laughs> that didn't stick out to you. Midsummer. Did? How about I was a teenage wear skunk? That cover was pretty awesome. Yeah, Josh, go after yourself, dude. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, all right, and then, so yeah, they they picked Jaws. Awesome, great, good, good job, everyone. <laughs> um, all right, and our next one Seriously? was. Uh, we asked you the the followers the scariest horror film ever seen in life, and they picked The Exorcist because yeah, that probably is the scariest movie ever made in my opinion as well. Um, even if I don't mm. find it that scary, mm. I would say it's mm. kind of scary. No, think so. All right. There's so a- if I, if I were Seriously? growing up when this came out, I would probably have been terrified. I'm not gonna lie. I think it was probably terrifying. No, yeah at the time the same way yeah, i don't yeah. understand how anyone finds jaw finds jaws terrifying but yet that always gets votes um yeah so i think it comes out it's about time you know the time that it came out yeah it was definitely funny because you know i ran uh the exorcist back uh, a couple months ago me and ava watched it yeah and so she's nine years old so you know like just like we talked about like you know with us growing up the exorcist was one of the scariest movies and so I'm sitting there watching this with my daughter that's seen all these films that's coming out like recently and everything like that. And she was just sitting there just like, this movie sucks. <laughs> really? Like, she didn't, so she didn't even like it? No, though? no, no, not yeah. at all. I see. I'm, I'm interested by that because like, you know, I watch it now too. And I'm like, even though I don't find it scary anymore or no. do I know if I ever really did, um, I still like find it to be a good movie. Um, I think I actually like it yeah. more than I did, you know, a few years ago too. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting to know if like kids would like it nowadays because of yeah. what they're used to seeing. It's the same like that with, I think 70s movies especially are harder for kids to watch because 70s movies drag a little bit more, even more so than 80s. Um, yeah. A little like the yeah. soundtracks are a little different. You know what I mean? The uh, scariest movie ever, War of the Worlds. With Tom Cruise? Who? Tom Cruise. No. Vanilla no. Sky. What, what, Vanilla the, Face. Yeah, he was in the remake, but uh, no, the original. So I watched the original when I was a kid. I got so freaked out. Uh, I turned it off. I held on to the VHS. It took me 21 years to go back and finish watching that movie. And now I love it. But at, at the time, the first time I watched it, the scariest movie ever. So I'm going to make a little, um, I'm going to make a confession. I actually found, I didn't find the movie terrifying, but the remake I actually had nightmares about. Uh, the Tom Cruise remake. I had nightmares yeah. if that came true. Because I actually find that kind of terrifying to think of like giant creatures coming to earth and like we're just at their mercy. Oh, I thought you meant his acting. <laughs> I think I think it was a little both. <laughs> Come on. It was, I thought it was, the remake was actually pretty good. But I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I think you know what? My son loves the remake, so uh, I can't knock it. It, it, was, it was well done. Like, it was good. So, next. All right. Let's... All right. So, that concludes follower pick of the week. And we are going to move on to... Sunday Night Screams! <laughs> no, you should do Cookie Monster voice. Sunday Night Screams! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Fuck. Perfect. <laughs> All right, yeah, so that brings us to Sunday Night Streams. So um, for my pick of Sunday Night Streams, um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I picked to watch the 1992 Canadian horror film Prom Night 4, Deliver Us from Evil. Seriously? (laughs) So, yeah, you know what? I watched this film, and I can't say I hated it, and I can't say I liked it. It kind of just existed in my life. So um, it was a little bit of of both at different times of the movie. At some points, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Some points, I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. But... It was overall, it just kind of existed, like I said. Um, I definitely would check it out if you're interested in movies that have nothing to do with the originals. Um, because this literally had nothing to do with the first one, for sure. Uh, the second one with uh, was it Mary Lou. Um, didn't have anything to do with her. I didn't finish the third one, so I don't really remember the premise of that one. This one was about some priest that kind of goes off his rocker and goes to on a murderous rampage and gets these kids at their, I don't know, they go to some home instead of going to the prom where they're going to all just try to do it with each other, and he attacks them there. So overall, can't super recommend it, but it's definitely you know something to watch if you're looking for a good movie to stream just for some shits and giggles. Um, and I believe I saw it on Amazon prime. Nice. Either of you guys seen prom night Four? no takers. Uh, no. No, How's it feel? Dave? Dave? How's it feel? <laughs> no. I feel like Josh. Dude, how do you watch that film? 
Did you just watch the first Brandon, one only? I'm actually I'm I'm shocked at you, sir, because you what? like prom night movies and you love proms. So I thought you. I didn't even go to my prom. I didn't even go to prom. And that's why you love them because you, for that, like you wish you had attended your own prom. Every night I cried. Why didn't I go? No, I was. I was above. I was above some of the kids in my in my grade. You know, I mean, I was already going to clubs and shit like that. So I'm like a snob right now. Definitely, dude. I was like, I was at home watching New Beginning and fucking chasing Big Manhattan, dude. (laughs) That's why. my heart and i had a tuxedo on just with holding the vhs covers <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah. the prom dude i was in jail for terrorist activities at that time yeah yeah prom was a good time man <laughs> prom was a good time that's all i'm gonna say yeah so anyway uh that brings me to my pick uh tucker and dale versus evil um best like horror film ever hysterical if you guys haven't seen it hysterical uh so the story's like these two hillbillies and uh they get attacked by a group of like preppy kids but it's it's really funny they're on vacation and they like everything that happens is circumstantial like this kid runs at him because he thinks he's attacking somebody and jumps at him and he he just ducks to get wood and he ends up in the wood chipper um, and then all the other college kids watch it and they think these two like wild hicks are killing all the kids and they turn around and they look and here's, here's a wild hick like, ah, and there's a kid in a wood chipper. Uh, great, great fucking film and super bloody, like over the top gore. It, it was so hysterical. So well done. Um, that's all I got for that. You guys see it? <laughs> it's, it's so good, so good. So good. I I have not. That's been on my list for a very long time to check out. And for one reason or another, I have not seen it yet. And it sounds like I will probably watch it soon because that's a glowing review right there, sir. Yeah, I checked out Tucker um, versus Dale. It was like a, it's a cool little spoof comedy uh, horror ride. You know, I, I thought it was really cool. You know, the cool the kills were cool. You know, um, the acting, I think that's what it was kind of meant for, kind of be kind of cheesy. But I definitely enjoyed it. Dave should definitely check it out. I think it's on what? What is it on? Netflix or Prime? Uh, I think it's on who? Um, uh, Tubi, too. Yeah. I think it's on a couple of things. I know it's on uh, YouTube uh, if you buy it. And I think it's also on Amazon. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was it. Cool, man. Oh, then it's me. Oh, I should do uh uh what is it? Phil Collins. It's so bad, it's good. Oh yeah. No, you shouldn't do that yeah. actually. Can you take it back? <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, what song is that even supposed to be? What? <laughs> That's coming in the air tonight, up. dude. Come on. Like, it sounds like I'm coming in your ear tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do it again? No. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a no, sir. All right. Well, fuck you, good night. Um, I don't care what you like. You don't, you don't even horror, bro. Uh, Seriously? The, uh, yeah, so the first pick I did for So Bad It's Good was the 1983 
legendary uh, sledgehammer. Um, so this film holds uh, a little place in my heart. It was like the first shot on VHS horror movie in 1983. Um, I'm sure somebody will fact check that. I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure it's the first. Um, and it, it's just fucking great. Uh, these kids go to, well, it starts off with this little kid and his parents are abusing him. They lock him in a closet. He gets a sledgehammer and fucks him up. Uh, <laughs> then it doesn't explain why, but these kids go to the house and apparently he's a ghost. So he must have died in the house. I don't know. And uh, it's weird because he grows like he's a kid. Then he's a seven foot adult. Then he's a kid. Then he's a seven foot adult. And he just kills everybody with a sledgehammer. Um, it's very slasher esque with the sledgehammer and also paranormal at the same time. Like he can walk through walls and like, it's, it's really messed up. It's messed up. And like the big, huge guys get killed. Like, Oh, he's like, Oh, boom, done. But then the little girl that's in it, you know, a hundred pound girl, uh, fights him and gets away numerous times. So I'm like, wait a minute, how's the meathead who is obviously a fighter get killed in 10 seconds, but the little girl can uh, beat the shit out of him numerous times and get away. So it's a, it's just one of those films where if you watch it, it's like in a car accident, you can't look away. You just can't. So oh, yeah. what's your take on it, guys? Uh, I've never seen it before. <laughs> I didn't know that was a movie. Uh, all right, so that brings me to my next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next, please. So, next movie on the so bad it's good. Can I, uh, can I phone a friend? <laughs> phone, can I call Chuckles in for the segment? <laughs> Dude, you know how many movies I make my brother sit through through the past 40 years? Holy crap. Um, Dude, sit your ass down and watch this fucking movie. <laughs> like this one. This this is, uh, it came out in, the, I think it's the 90s I, or 80s. I, I can't remember exactly when, um, but it got remade. So that's how good it was. The guy that remade it, uh, it's called The Lift. And it's a German film. Uh, and it's about an elevator that kills people. So it sounds really stupid. However, it really touches on AI. Like they made organic um, wiring or organic chips. And back, it had to be the early eighties because the chips were, you know, those old school computer chips that were the size of your hand and they made them organic. And uh, um, the elevator got hit by lightning and came to life and just, got pissed and started killing people left and right. So it sounds really stupid, but it's so well done. Um, and I'm surprised no one has like, no one gives it any credit. It was also remade with the remake queen of the United States, uh, Naomi Watts. And really? it was called the shaft in, I think the mid nineties. So with, and it, it it's even funnier because the guy who made it, the writer director, his name is Dick Mass. So Dick Mass made a movie called The Shaft. Nice. How about that? 
Yeah, there's there's some. Uh... Wait, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> can, Seriously, can, can you explain this to me? So here's a question: Where in Naomi Watts' career, like, did she think it was a good idea to be like, "Hey, Dick Mash just called me. He wants me to be in a movie called The Shaft." I'm down. <laughs> Naomi Watts, uh, probably not the best, uh, the best uh, decision. But anyway, the the first one was great. I didn't watch the remake because I don't really care. But um, they're big red doors and they close on people. And the blood is cool. The story's cool. Uh, the acting sucks. It's got the unless you watch the German, I'm sure. But uh, it it sounds like it's all dubbed. But the Story and the blood and everything else is pretty good. And the guy's name is Dick Mass, so it doesn't get any better than that. So there you go. That's no, that's no better than that. Good. Can't beat it. I'm sure you guys mm. watched it, right? Yes. Yep. Top podcast in US. <laughs> <laughs> Very important to my life. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we to all our Bangladesh followers, thank you. <laughs> all right, everyone, that brings us to Bears and Scares. Well, that one was scary, Dave. Thanks. That was actually Ooh. a new voice I've been working on. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so, all right, so two movies, um, two great times in my life that I watched movies and had some beers. So let's talk about them here. So the first one I will talk about is the movie I watched this past weekend. It's called Lace Crater. Um, it is a indie horror movie, I guess you would say. It's from 2015 by director Harrison Atkins and starring uh, Lindsay Burge. Um, so, you know, you might recognize these people from probably nothing Josh and Brandon have seen, but uh, this is like kind of like the mumblecore um, group of people. Um, that, you know, they make a lot of films that I've watched over time. Um, but this one is a really odd film. So it's about a woman who is on a trip in the Hamptons with a group of friends. You know, they're chatting there. They decide to do some psychedelic drugs. Um, one of the guys, he it's his family's house in the Hamptons. And then he makes a joke about thinking the house was haunted when they were younger. Uh, she goes and stays in like this little out, like, guest house or something in the in the back and uh she hears the voice and then a man in covered in burlap sacks comes out and he's been hanging out there this whole time he turns out to be some kind of alien um he has some kind of sensitive skin uh condition going on so he's wearing those burlap sacks so that he does not burn i guess i don't really know um she ends up making sweet sweet love to this man uh, this alien man, and she <laughs> ends up contracting a ghost STD, and hilarity oh. ensues. Yeah, so I guess he's not an alien; he's a ghost. I said alien, but he's—I don't know. I don't know. Is he an alien or he's a ghost? You don't even know your own film, dude. I know is my he, own film, he, Josh. Don't you question me? Um, is he, that is. is he, was that Bill Cosby, Ghost Dad? <laughs> it was Bill Cosby as Ghost Dad, and he fills her with delicious pudding pops. And, uh, <laughs> pudding pops. Yeah. And his wife, Clarice. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, you know, this movie, it takes this um, very odd turn and turns into like just a like body. Just like this podcast. Yeah, yeah, just like this podcast. <laughs> well, it turns into like a body horror film. Uh, she starts having like some odd things happen. She starts like waking up in these like gross sweats where she's covered in like ooze. Dude, and... that was Bukaki. Oh, damn, dude. Really? You didn't get that? Like she wake up and she'd be like... <laughs> And she's covered in semen. Yeah, I was like, what the, what the fuck is yeah, this thing? Yeah. You ruined my segment, Josh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You've tainted my segment. All right. Anyways. Um, yeah. So so <laughs> where where did we go from here? Um, all right. So I'm gonna wrap this one up. Uh so yeah, she <laughs> she's bleeding and all this crazy stuff happens. Everyone thinks she's crazy. All of her friends stop wanting to hang out with her because they don't know what's going on with her. Basically, no one's trying to take time to understand this woman this is the problem. You know what I'm saying, fellas? You, get, you guys getting it, right? Right? No, you guys don't get it. Uh sad. All right, so decent movie to check out. Wasn't like super horror genre-ish, but it was definitely in the horror genre, I would say. Um, but interesting if you like that kind of genre. Uh, Branch and Blade was the beer I was drinking. Uh, they're out of New Hampshire, um, Keene, New Hampshire. Born Sinner. It's an IPA. Fucking awesome beer. I loved it. I loved everything I had from B- Branch and Blade, so check them out if you guys have the chance. Second film, and I'm going to make this quick because Josh is going to do something odd, and it's going to piss me off. So... <laughs> <laughs> his house new film on netflix 2020 film um it's this couple is um i think they're from south africa so i forget i can't remember exactly where they come where they're from but they end up um they're refugees they come they um are somewhere in england i believe and while they're there they get put in this house and it's really odd because they get this really big house and every and weird things start happening it's like haunted or something there's things in the walls they're starting to get like suspicious. Like, why did we get this big space? The people there are super rude. Um, you know, they're obviously they're black and then they see other people who are black, but they're actually from, you know, from Europe. And then, so they're being even like, even black individuals from Europe are being racist towards them. So they're like, they don't really know where they belong. Um, the, the husband in the couple is like super fixated on this is our home. We're not leaving. And the wife's a little bit more like we should go back home. Um, I think it's like a movie about like, you know, remembering who you are, remembering your culture and not losing that when you try to like, when you move to a new space. Um, so I thought it was a really cool film. Uh, I definitely would recommend checking it out. It had some really cool ghosts and, you know, effects in it. Um, and the beer I was drinking for that was uh, Foundation Brewing out of uh, Portland, Maine, their People Power beer. It's a, it was a double IPA. It was freaking awesome beer. Um, and for a good cause, um, proceeds went to the uh, ACLU, um, which is all about helping the people. So something I'm all about. Check it out. Uh, check out His House on Netflix. Definitely a good film. All right. That's, that's my segment. You did not like it. Uh, I thought it was okay. I, I really, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually really, really enjoyed it. I thought the acting was no, really no, good. No. Don't and, get me wrong. I didn't. I, I from what I seen, it was it was pretty cool. It had like some really uh some cool moments, but I would have to go back and try to check it out because I, I fell asleep at a few points. And yeah. And I woke back up. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? And then yeah. back to sleep. And I'm like, all right. And you know, check I, it out again. I think that's also kind of where like our um 
our horror tastes may differ at times too though because like this was more story like heavy and like it was more about like their culture and stuff like that and uh, like for me it was it was it it probably wasn't like if you're looking for just like straight up horror neither of these movies are kind of fit that um that category these are more like almost drama horror uh in some ways Mm -hmm. um so that but you know, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought the the actors definitely did a great job, though. I I really appreciate no, yeah. the the way they were coming across. Yeah, I just think it's hard because it's definitely one of those films that's like, oh, it's just like a little drag, and then it's like the yeah. last ten minutes. It's like there it is, you know. It's like so sometimes like those films with me, it's just kind of like okay, well, was this whole build up really worth it? So, uh, are you done? I'm done. Right. Dude, I, I I watched that movie, The Lace Crater. I I was uh I I was really intrigued. You really watched it? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, Why didn't you say this... something when I was talking about it? I did with the Bukaki. Oh, I didn't think you actually saw it. Because so I watched it and I was me. like, Oh my god, this is what Dave and Brandon go through when I recommend a movie and they actually watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i didn't i didn't get it it didn't fit for me yeah. um that was the that was the like one of the first ones you've done where i was like what the fuck is Dave so, thinking?" this is like a whole like genre of horror um not so much like the ghost std part but like it's called uh mumblecore it's kind of mm-hmm. like um uh house of the devil is like a little bit of like uh a part of that as well but it, i think it also house of the devil is a little bit more horror than the other ones but um there's this whole group of people that like a lot of the people that did vhs and stuff it's like super like like supposed to feel like authentic dialogue it's like people hanging out a lot it's um but there's like this whole like non-horror version of mumblecore that's like movies like this so i actually really like those movies and i know most people don't but um that's why I kind of watched this one and other ones that I watched. I will say it was interesting. Next. <laughs> Saturday. So my slept on Saturday pick is the 1990 film Demon Wind. All right. So this film, <laughs> it, it's really hard. You know what I mean? It's, it's a cheesy ass film, but... I think the effects and everything in that film was just like well done. You know, you have like this fog that comes and it brings all these fucking demons to this farm where these like a bunch of kids are. Like this kid, he brings his friends to this farm where his uh, grandparents live, and just like just tell them the story about his the, his how his family died and stuff like that, and then just these fucking crazy looking demons looking like. Uh, some of the trolls from uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> you know. So, um, I did, like I said, the effects and everything definitely stood out to me. Um, I enjoy films like that from time to time, you know, with the when, with, like when they were getting shot, like the fucking yellow goo, like fucking coming out of them, and yeah, like yeah. heads coming off and shit. It, it's, it's definitely you know one of those films that like you can appreciate. Like, it was made in the 90s, but it was kind of trying to be, like, a throwback to, like, a lot of 80s films. You could see that it definitely tried to rip off, like, Evil Dead and everything like that. So, you know, like I said, sometimes 
we just have to step back. And I think like that's the main thing about our group. You know, Josh definitely welcomes a lot, a lot of cheesy movies and opens our eyes to it. So I think that, you know, for a lot of the picks of the weeks and stuff now, we've been going back and looking at like certain films and kind of just like giving them a shot. And plus the cover art stands out. It looks like a like yeah. a, like a video game from the nineties. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, so if you haven't checked that out, do so. It's definitely worth it. Cheesy acting, but I think like I said, the effects and the gore and stuff like that definitely help this film. What do you think of, about it, Josh? Uh, I was just gonna say that. Uh, sorry, Josh. I was just gonna say that was one of the best Joe Bob episodes. Was when he did Demon Wind. I thought that was yeah. a super fun one for him to to do. And um, sorry, Josh. To, I sorry I cut you off, but it also wasn't that what you nicknamed your farts, Josh? Oh, all the time. <laughs> Only when I pull the covers over my wife's head. Feel the Demon, Demon Wind. Does she start throwing up like that yellow fucking slime out of her mouth? <laughs> she smells it. Dude, there was a song called Demon Whip, and we changed it to Demon Wind. I swear to God, I watched this years and years ago, and I walk around, feel the demon wind. I think it was a Man of War song. So, yes. yep. This was uh, quite a film, uh, obviously made by a Dungeons and Dragons fan with the lightning and the <laughs> fog and. Man, and, and the demons, uh, the, the makeup was pretty cool for the time. I'll give him that. Yeah, that was cool. Saying, yeah. uh, and then when he transformed into the alien nation guy, I never understood that. Uh, but I went with it like, hey, sure, whatever. It, it, I didn't understand his transformation, but I just went with it. So it was cool. Plus, Good I was pick, under man. the influence of certain things watching this film. So it's... The Makes first time right. they're, they're much better when you're drunk, right, Dave? That's right, buddy. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so who's next? Josh, you can be next. Woo! I picked uh, Repo, the genetic rock opera. Um, it's a musical about a guy who harvests organs. Uh, the rich people in the land... Uh, sell these organs to people and if they don't make payments they go and take them back and uh this guy is the repo man so it's a musical about him and his daughter um this this movie i feel like it it slept on like the cast is fucking amazing they have like legit the best cast the acting in this holy shit um and the songs are awesome uh and don't let the fact that paris hilton is in this like deter you sarah brightman sings in this and she is legit one of the best singers of all time i have like every sarah brightman album um and her character is just so fucking creepy it was really gothic the atmosphere was perfect the music was good the acting was good the cast was incredible um it even had otis like, um, yeah, uh, Mosley, right? Like, yeah. it, it, so good. Um, and the blood and guts in this movie, holy shit. Um, I, I, I can't believe that this isn't as popular 
uh, as I would like it to be. Um, yeah. Definitely a slept on film. And, and it, you know what's funny? Uh, so they were short on budget and Paris Hilton wanted to make this film so bad. She donated uh, like, I forget how much thousands of dollars of her own money to cover the budget to make it, to get it made. All the uh, proceeds from her adult film, I heard, went to this. <laughs> all all $5,000. Yeah. So she yeah. probably made more than five thousand dollars, unfortunately. Um, Josh, what does Sarah Brightman sing that any person would know? She was in the Phantom of the Opera, oh. like the Phantom of the Opera album. That's her singing. Gotcha. Um, yeah, the when it first came out, she was the singer. Um, she's done tons of other albums that I don't think anybody really cares about. Uh, I have them right here. They're in my library. If you want me to break them out, I no, can no, sing. No, 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 no need for that. <laughs> we good. We good. We, we, we get to drift. We, we feel you. Yeah. So, uh, so that was my so, pick. You guys see it? Yeah, I've seen it. I've never seen it. So I've almost watched it. And then when I had seen that it was a musical, I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. But then, like, I keep on hearing a bunch of good things about it, so maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, I, um, I, I remember liking it at the time, but also, like, thinking at the same time, like, it wasn't something that I think I would watch a bunch of times, but I, I remember enjoying no. it. No. And just because I said I don't like it doesn't mean that I'm shitting on people that enjoy it. You know what I mean? Or if I don't like something or if I like the idea. It's just, it's my opinion. <laughs> Boy. Okay. Dave, I'm it's surprised like you didn't like it. Well. No, I, I, I do think I enjoyed it. it w- I'll be honest with you. I saw it like when it first came out uh, or when it first went to DVD or whatever. So I, that was like quite a while ago. I, d- I really don't remember it too much. I mean, I remember the premise of it, but I don't remember like anything. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't remember. It was uh, so I, beautiful. I like, it, so it was beautiful. right up there with like, <laughs> The life of pie as far as cinematography goes. Ah. And we know you love pie. <laughs> <laughs> you leave my fatness out of this, Brandon. Didn't you make a variation of this um this movie, Josh? Um and you like were trying to pitch it to local uh schools to do for like and it was called Rapo, <laughs> the gen- generic <laughs> Rapo. <laughs> what the fuck? You guys will love this film. You guys are killing me. I'm not gonna be able to go in the fucking streets. <laughs> Like, right. oh, Sorry, Josh. Oh, just goodness. kidding. There he is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guys. Kidding. Cool, man. Cut you out, Dave. Yeah. Cut you out. You're out of the will. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting my Pod- Psycho podcast. Sisters VHS. No. <laughs> podcast in US. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess uh, that brings us to the third slept on. Um, so I was not going to bother doing this one for the episode, but then I was like, I really want to talk about this movie because I really, I really liked it. Um, so Witchboard is my was my pick a few weeks back. So it's from 1986, uh, featuring the lovely actress Tony Kitton. Um, so I, I saw this movie somewhat recently and I loved it. I actually was like, I can't believe I haven't seen this earlier. 
Um, you know, there's this Ouija board that they use and it summons an evil spirit, is, which is not what their intention was. And um, just like everybody just starts getting killed because of these, the spirit that they ended up summoning by accident. Um, it's got a bunch of stereotypes in it, but you know, overall it's just a good time. Um, I think they made a sequel to it, but I can't find it anywhere. Do you guys know if that's true? Yes. I think there was a sequel. Yeah. It is not available anywhere. So I'm hoping to at some point check out the sequel. Um, but I hope, I hope you guys all check out Witchboard if you haven't seen it already. Cause I, I think people are going to like this film a lot. If you haven't, like I said, if you haven't seen it already, I know it's not like a, an unknown film, but I think it's kind of one that people overlook for sure. Brandon, have you seen Witchboard? I have not finished it all. It was one of those films I had started. So I have to go back and finish it. But from what I've seen, it was definitely a cool movie. Yeah. Yeah. And Josh, it's on Tubi. yeah, it's on Tubi. I think it's even on prime. Um, it's definitely the first one streaming all over the place. Like I said, I just can't find the second one for some reason. Oh, uh, there's actually like three of them. Is there? I- yeah, I think I have the second one on VHS. I'll, I'll, I'll go through and look for it if you want to borrow. Cool. It. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you're off quarantine, this Friday, yeah, you buddy. Can't touch my shit. This Friday. All right. So that is our slept on Saturdays. Uh, that wraps up the podcast, guys. Uh, so now we're just going to do a couple of shout outs. Uh, big shout out to Aaron Beauregard for coming on with the books of the week. Uh, real cool of him to do that. Uh, shout out to Buttonwoods and uh, Origin uh, for letting us do movie nights there. We raised some pretty good money for the some little puppies. Uh, shout out to Dave's Bukaki film. Uh, <laughs> always a pleasure, Dave. Always a pleasure. Oh my god, dude. Uh, is that how you got corona (laughs) (laughs) i don't have corona don't tell people that (laughs) oh but it's all right to tell them i'm a diddler you fuck (laughs) hey josh hey josh your books are due (laughs) (laughs) fucking guy i have to go return some books josh do you not do you like use somebody else's fucking uh uh, library card when you go and get books and shit like <laughs> and you have like one of those fucking trench coats on and shit <laughs> a little fucking hat tied in your face with nothing How on underneath yeah. I flash the librarians when I go in <laughs> totally right. totally ruined my shout outs you ruined my movie bro <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have them on. I'm gonna have them on as guests, and you're gonna have to tell them to their face they made a bukkake film. And I would love. Th- I'm gonna ask them. Was that a bukkake scene? No, it was not, it was Josh. Like, yes. It was freaking ooze <laughs> oozing out of her skin because <laughs> she had a ghost STD. I thought the ghost bukkake on her while she was sleeping. All right. Anyways, we'll we'll finish this off air because clearly nothing's getting solved here. <laughs> Shout out Sick to all the people who hate on Brandon's posts. Uh, fuck you, people. <laughs> nah, keep How's that hate alive, bro. Keeps them going. Keep it, keep it. <laughs> I need it. It fuels his fire. Keep it going. Hate on him. Motherfucker. <laughs> all right, yeah. guys. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, for bearing with us, making it through this episode, torturing yourselves, listening to these fools. So, uh, rate, 
review, whatever. We would appreciate it. Um, all right, everybody. This is Dave. This is Joshua. This is Brandon. Thanks for tuning in. And if you're hating, suck my dick. Have a good night. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Dave, you missed a good night at uh, Buttonwoods. Oh, dude, thank you for reminding me of the times I've missed. Oh, the quote of the night in the movie, I got a date with a soap on the roof. We got all the haters. All we address the haters. all the haters. Fuck y'all. But we love y'all. Same time. <laughs> we need y'all. <laughs>